Connection is very uh, haphazard. It's not clear so far.
you know, this I'm in this case, so it needs to be pretty transparent, please. Yeah. 
and refunding for the LV Envy versus uh, Bradley Matter. I'm sorry, but I did yes, not catch the attorney's name, please. No, we haven't gotten to you yet, Ms. Bradley. We got one well, of the matter. Okay. Deal with first. Um, all right. You're on uh, hold again. Hold, hold on, Trevor. Go by. Just find this, which I looked at. So, Mr. Uh, Souza has a claim regarding repairs made to his motor vehicle following a motor vehicle accident that he brought to your uh, client, the Trey Bugalto, um, for repairs that he had to have a duel or not. That's what's being claimed. But you're, I just want to make sure my client was going to be calling in. I just want to make sure if this man's days was on the call. On the I'm line. on the phone. Okay, thank you, John. Okay, so, Mr. Sousa, why don't you tell me what happened here? Okay, Your Honor. Um, Okay, I just want to uh, interject something before I resume this recording. And it has to do with um, the judge asking that woman her identity, which makes no sense there. And as I recall, it happening, she said she was representing LVNV. She did not say she was a witness or a, a records administrator. And I listened to this several times. So decide for yourself. Um, the um, technical tricks go deep. And it involves the server they use, etc. So they are able to change documents that way. I don't know about audios, but I know they do change documents that way, right on off from your um, flash drive. So just uh, consider that. Decide for yourself. And now I have to um, open this up again. Last September, I got into a vehicle crash after purchasing this truck from Guilford Automotive. And then I brought it to Guilford Automotive to get fully repaired. And they did everything correct except the, um, let's see. Okay. They did not make uh, repairs for $1,594. And it, that is for the following um, track, sway bar, and control arms.
So the insurance adjuster said, why don't you get a second opinion, which we did. Um, and so we had to pay money out of pocket because the insurance adjuster was like, I can't pay twice for, you know, repairs that were supposedly already done. Um, so the insurance adjuster said these repairs weren't done correctly or just not done at all.
interrupt again to make a comment. I do not recall this judge going on about how to download exhibits. And that's significant because it's mentioned in my hearing. The plaintiff entered two exhibits in my hearing without serving me. There was no here. Um, they did this on 
the case. They can't enter those without serving me. And what he's doing is they tweaked this. They obviously tweaked it. And they're trying to, like, create a dynamic that, um, that uh, tries to prove that, that this is a norm. And what they did was they altered the taped hearing. Services as a records custodian 
for uh, LVNV funding. And uh, how long have you been employed there? Uh, three and a half years. Um, and as part of your duties, uh, do you maintain and have access to the business records of the plaintiff in this matter? I do. And are you familiar with the policies and procedures of the plaintiff regarding uh, credit card accounts? I do. And do you have personal knowledge of this matter based on your review of the records in this case? I have. And uh, does the plaintiff have a record of the existence of an account for Anne Bradley? We do. It is an account that we purchased from Synchrony Bank. Uh, it is an Amazon vendor card uh, that we purchased in uh, February, 20, February 
portfolio data string. I have 360 State Street, apartment 719, New Haven, Connecticut, 
the redacted data stream, which was filed separately, which is specifically the portfolio itself in a redacted form identifying the account that was purchased. And then there are what the entire number set is of, that? What file number? Your Honor, if, if I may, uh, give the numbers. Um, the number of the redacted data stream, or redacted data string, excuse me, um, is uh, one sixteen. And the only other thing besides our um, motion to dismiss, um, our other our additional billing statements is one thirteen, Your Honor. So you're using so, one sixteen file number one sixteen and referencing file number one thirteen. Those two, as well as the, the initial filings of the court, including 100.33. Okay, so it's those three documents that you're referring to right now, right? Correct. And not the uh, actual complaint? Well, they're referencing the complaint, but they're also referencing in support of their complaint the documents they just identified. Well, the complaint has on it that this um, case is in, um, is uh, we request the, the the court to apply CGS thirty seven dash three A to it. Thirty seven dash three A has to do with medical expenses, and that's just. Just, that's just a piece of the haphazardness of this case, the filing of this case. It's saying the issuer issued defendant a credit card, and upon that card, defendant, because it must be, became, but they would never fix that, because after all, they pop these out, you know, like candy. And, and it says obligated to, to make timely payments. It says defendant faulted. The issuer assigned its rights to title and ownership to the defendant's debt to plaintiff. No. The issuer was GE Money. GE Money was the issuer. They're, they're falsifying facts of the case to begin with. So...
I do not have the last payment date. That was prior to the statement no, that both, I received. You're not. You, I said purchase. I did not say payment. I apologize. I'm correcting myself. Yeah. I did not. I do not have a statement with the last purchase on it. I even, only have the last 12 Yeah, even though all throughout this whole you know, uh, years of abuse by many companies, including TrueCord, Research, LVNB. Ms. Bradley, I'm not worried about any of these other companies. The question is, you took out a credit card and you incurred expenses and... I did not incur expenses that I did not pay for. That's my point. They, um, they even reduced... When Synchrony took it over, they reduced the um, the credit limit for no valid reason. They also failed to abide by the agreement which I had with GE Money. So if they if they want to stop the revolving credit, they have to issue a new agreement. And they never did. They never, they, they and they give me the choice of whether I want to agree to their terms which i would not agree to and i stopped no. purchasing amazon um purchasing through that card in 2014 and they're saying that i made payments of 30 dollars a month and um only became uh um uh uh, defaulted in in 2017 do you realize 36 times 30 is over a thousand dollars and they reduced my credit line to seven hundred and ten dollars how, how much were the default charges um uh, the average default charges per month was $25. The average interest was um, over $10 a month. There was no default charge. My point is very clear. I stopped making purchases on that card in 2014, and I said I was paying off the balance, and that's it. And I paid off the balance, and I stopped their, 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 um, I told them that I would, well, I told them to stop the card in 2014. And, and that's what I, that's what happened. I just, uh, any Amazon payments that I made, and I made a lot. I purchased a lot for, for having a small, a small income, and, um, I, uh, I purchased them with cash. I did not use that card. And they are frauding records right now by deliberately not telling the court when my last purchases were, what my purchase activity is. They have the burden of proof, and they're not proving anything but being frauds. Your Honor, if I may, there's a few things here. Number one, I guess we're in the testimony phase for this. Um, she hasn't been sworn in. However, I, I just want to point out that in terms of um, the evidence in these types of cases, it's clearly laid out in the statutes 36A, A13. We provided much more. Now he's using uh, a different statute than what we what he used in the small claim.
claim. He used 37-3A. So he's falsifying information because he never corrected it. He could care less because they push these out like candy and expect the court to just go along with it. Well, I'm not going to uh, agree to that. I think that this is fraud. The issuer did not give them, did not turn over my account. The issuer didn't. The issuer was GE Money. They were the issuer of this account, and that's the reason why they didn't put their name on there. So this this case is very, very wrong. They don't even have a legal appearance. They use a pro hack vice appearance. This attorney is in Connecticut, not in Michigan. And I looked up Michigan for the uh, members of the Bar Association, and neither Moyland or um, Bardos are, are listed. They say they're not this found. Is certification he even puts down 
Oh, it was electronically served to P.O. Box 206-514. I mean, they don't even care about doing their jobs. This is fraudulent. And that's why it's just so horrible. I've had to fight. I've had to work on this over and over again. Their case doesn't even have any merit to begin with. It shouldn't have even been docketed. Yet they even made me respond in three days from the day I received the uh, the small claim from from the court. I only had three days, and I had to prepare the answer, special defenses, and an appendix. And that is that is a file number one hundred three. The court actually frauded and made what made file number one hundred four part of the case, and it's total fraud. They took out page seven of my appendix and then put it as a first page of one hundred four. I did not submit it that. I only amended a, um, a document. That's all I did. So, um, I did not amend my answer or counterclaim. So, I mean, this case is being very, I'm not getting due process here. They, they don't care about the facts. They just want to slam dunk me, and they're doing it with all kinds of fraud. That's all it is. And, um, this, you know. Yes,
He's not even a Michigan attorney. Yet they use a pro-hack vice um, appearance on this case. And it's not his juris number, nor is it Marlon's juris number. So Your motion to dismiss has no legal basis. So I'm denying your motion to dismiss. Your counterclaim that you that you filed with I'd like to know why do you say that there's no legal basis to dismiss and I did not motion to dismiss. I motioned to rule in my favor for the counterclaim, which would be an automatic dismissal of his of his claim, certainly. Well, I'm denying your counterclaim. You filed 350 pages of documents that are not relevant to this case. They are certainly no. relevant. I included the no. law. I included documents from emails from True Accord. I included emails to my responses to True Accord, as well as um, Resurgent, none of which LVNV referred to in anything. None. They're frauds. They're frauds. They, they have not, they've not referred to True Accord. They've not referred to Resurgent. They've not referred to any other um, company they sent me emails telling me that I owe on an Amazon card, which I did not owe. I paid off that card. Like I said, the last time I purchased, I made a purchase, was in, was in 2014. And and I, at no point did, would they even interact with me and show me with their purchases. I even submitted to the court my letter of 2017, and I think it was attached to the objection to dismissal, but it was definitely attached to one of my recent pleadings, and it was a letter to uh, Amazon emphasizing I sent a 39-page history of payments and purchases. Do they provide that as a response? No, they wouldn't even respond to it back then. And I, so I said, there's no solution back then. No solution. And I had already paid off what was due, what I was due. I stopped making purchases. So, I mean, it's all there, Your Honor. He didn't contest it, yet you're going to give him more time to do what? Make up stuff? I mean, yeah, I have a right to be mad. This has cost me a tremendous amount of time, stress, money. I, it cost me $50 just to create a document, and I had to even um, get it sent back to me because I found tons of typographical errors that I didn't make, and it's all because of tricks on the computer through technocrats that were hacking it. You know, I, I'm just, this is just terrible, this is just a terrible case. I'm, I'm sorry, sir. They had their time, they had their, they, they, they had their time. This woman didn't even sign any documents. Why is she being a witness? I contested the woman that, that did sign a document who had no reference to her contact information, 
her, um, you know, her, her phone number, no nothing. And yeah, she claimed to be an expert and she referred to herself as a media specialist. A media specialist. So how can any of this have any, any substance? Is that the okay principal balance? 